Welcome to the With Joe E.B. podcast. If you're a first-timer, welcome. Hello. Good to have you. If you're returning again, thanks for coming back. And yeah, we're now going to be talking about uh, the next episodes. The theme is the worthwhile pursuits, worthwhile pursuits in life. And as a disclaimer to set the context, because that's a pretty ambitious thing for me to pretend to inform you about. I can't presume to know what worthwhile pursuits in life are for you, or in, or in general. I have a I have a somewhat of an idea, but it's more about exploring them. And it's a good time to remind you that the the overarching goal of all this is, or the context of all this is that a lot of this stuff works really well for me. These ideas suit me and the way I want to live, and help me understand the world in the right context, and to leverage things for the life I want. I suppose. So hope I hope that they will work for you. Um, they don't have to, but I imagine at the very least, even if they don't just slot straight in for you, that you can use them to build your own ideas that do work. And that my argument would be that these will hopefully get you closer rather than further away. So the real impetus is on you being here, showing up, being committed, listening to the episodes or um, growing your mind and advancing your mind and the way you think about things in any way and being intentional and that's the real thing to applaud so today heavy leaky jars and we're going to talk about this young kid who without knowing much about what a ceo does or what company he'd like to do it for has this little ambition and expectation that he's going to be a high power ceo in like 10 years now what do we think of this guy's this this boy's prospects and I don't mean the CEO prospects, of course, because you don't really know much about his capabilities. But what do we think about his existential prospects? His angle and attitude and positioning for decent life and a worthwhile cup for 10 years. And it's kind of a bit of an, well, it's a bit of an expectations trap when I think about it. An expectations trap was talked about around episode 30 of the podcast. An expectations trap is this whole notion of expectations are really harmful because if he doesn't get that big glamorous CEO role but he expected to be there by the time he was 30 he's going to be really disappointed the reverse is even if he gets it because he's built it so up so much in his mind he doesn't actually know much about it he probably won't be happy with it anyway despite it being a externally admirable looking achievement and you know, because <laughs> I, I reflected on this in a blog post, it's like, what about if he was CEO of the family barn or something trivial, or CEO of maybe not a Fortune 500 company, but a, a, a second tier, third tier, fourth tier kind of company. When you're really chasing that image of yourself, when you really need to have the glory of the role, you'll doll up your reality to make it suit the famous picture and plug the hole. So the concept I guess I'm teasing at is that that's, that's hard work psychologically, that's effortful. Emotionally, psychologically, and existentially. Having these heavy, um, heavy not, I'm not going to say ambitions, but having these heavy ideas or heavy needs is arduous. It creates a lot of work. You can see from that example that how can you actually satisfy that image of being a high-power CEO? It's completely non-substantial. It's very extrinsic. It's not based on I want to do meaningful work or climate change or education or 
human rights or or anything or technology or it's it's not it's not specific at all it's not it's not tailored it's there's no substance behind it there's no juice it's just all bottle and because of that making that reality an acceptable one is hard work is effortful it's heavy so i think of this concept i think of it as heavy and leaky jars bear with me it's to carry around this empty thing that is really heavy, the jar, and you're trying to fill it. You're trying to fill it, except as you try and fill it, it keeps leaking. It's got a hole in the bottom. And this idea, I've got to credit Liam Housel for kind of giving me this one, of the leakiness of it. It's that anything extrinsic or external, because we've talked about that a lot, right, in previous episodes, Anything that requires validation from the outside, like praise, money, those things are not one time. It's not being praised once makes you happy forever or getting paid once that'll make you happy forever. You might still have a lot of money, but the the joy of having the money diminishes even if the amount stays the same in your bank account. It has to be maintained. You have to keep doing it. And that's where the leaky component comes in. So the more, the more needs you burden yourself with, especially ones based on insecurity. So insecurity, what does that mean? So in the example of this young boy wanting to be CEO, he might have such a grand expectation for his future because he doesn't think much of himself. He thinks, I'll be good enough when I'm this. And it's a, it's a really high pedestal to hit to actually be satisfied with himself in his mind. So that can be born out of insecurity, lack of acceptance of oneself. So the more heavy, leaky jars you've got, the more you've got to fill. But also, they're fucking heavy to lug around. That's the metaphor, the image I use to think about chasing the extrinsic, having big wounds and emptiness in yourself, not being comfortable with parts of yourself. Is that it's effortful and painful and it slows you down in life, dragging it around all the time. So the problem is this emptiness and the feeling, the sensation will be of emptiness. What do we do about it? How do you fill the unfillable that will never actually be able to stay full because these jars are all leaky? And the, well, what you come to when you think about it is you drop the jar. you drop the jars the point is not actually to fill them but it's deceptive you see you see it is deceptive because the emptiness the feel the not good enoughness you feel feels like something to be full but you don't realize you've actually been carrying the jar the emptiness has to be dropped the need for it has to be dropped now, dropping heavy, leaky jars, dropping those parts of yourself, you spend a long time thinking, how do I feel it? How do I feel it? How do I feel good enough? How do I feel like I've accomplished enough? You've never thought of dropping them. And dropping is hard because you've gone through a lot of effort. And you also have really made those jars a part of you. You're u- it's kind of like you're used to carrying something. You know, maybe what automated behaviors do you have? You grab your car keys when you go for 
and you walk out the door and stuff like that. You, you put the alarm on and you're not conscious of it. So you're used to like, it's this thing that's missing from your arm, the heavy jar, the needs. You need the needs, not what the needs are actually pointing at. Dropping is hard. And, it, and it's not a story that our astro, our unconscious us wants to tell ourselves that the thing we feel bad about is something we've actually been carrying not something that is a true part of us. It's our option. Not an easy thing to admit. Dropping the needs. In other words, I don't need to be a big corporate powerful CEO. I'm a great guy the way I am. I'm going to focus on being a great guy in a great workplace and doing great work. And I'm just going to focus on doing great work. And then maybe one day that kid will become a CEO but not out of need, but somewhat accidentally and indirectly. So think about insecurity. Think about, I'm not pretty enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not rich enough. I'm not successful in the eyes of my parents or my friends. They've all done better than me. Everyone's careers are ahead of mine. Their houses are better than mine. I don't even know. I'm trying to list as many as I can. My writing's not good as my other writing friends. Whatever. Take the pick. When you uh, take on something as a need or even needing another person, it becomes heavy and it weighs you down. And it's not the neediness you need to fill. It's the neediness you need to drop. So... Who do you notice carrying a heavy leaky jar around at the moment? Something they're trying to fill, a bad idea, but they can't actually fill it, it's leaky. They'll never actually get there. You're not gonna say anything to them unless they come to you first. That's not the point. It's more about understanding it. If you can identify one in yourself, that's even better. And you'll find that it's one thing to identify it and another to actually drop it. But I wish you all the luck if you have a need that you've got to drop a leaky, heavy leaky jar. Because once you do, your existence becomes light. You can move around. You vibrate at a bigger energy. You're free. It's the jar that weighs you down. The needs that makes your existence heavy. Well, that was deep. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that. I really like that concept. It helps me think about things with great clarity. So there's a blog post on the heavy leaky jars. There's plenty more material on the website, www.withjoeweeby.com. Um, but again, until we come back again tomorrow, remember that the best way to open a thousand doors for you is to concentrate on opening doors for others. Goodbye.